0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and thank you so much for joining us today and making Teacher Cast your home for professional development. If you are a writer, a speaker, a blogger, an author, a podcaster, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to episode number nine of The Jeff Bradbury Show. Today, we're going to be asking the question, what happens if you don't know who to sell to? Guys, I got a couple great stories from the last couple days here. I've had some amazing opportunities to reach out to many of the members of our teacher cast audience who have been following this, checking us out on Facebook, checking us out on Twitter, and really deep diving into this podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you guys for helping me grow my EDU brand as I try to help you guys build your EDU brand over the last couple of days, we've had some great people come over and talk to us. We've set up a couple coaching conversations, and today I really want to bring some of the things that we've been talking about on our coaching conversations into this podcast. Now, I'm going to start off right now by saying all of these stories are true, but the names are going to remain you know, kind of nameless here because I wanted to share some of the things that all of these calls had in common. You see, not only do these three calls have something in common, but I have a feeling that it might be in common for what your goals are too when building your EDU brand. Not only did these things come up in our coaching conversations, but they also came up in our Facebook group. That's right. We opened up last week a brand new Facebook group. If you go into facebook.com and you do a search for build your EDU brand, you can find our group. You can certainly Join our group. And you can also head on over to our show notes over at buildyouredubrand.com. Look for episode nine. We will have all the links. Now, guys, I don't like starting off podcasts with uh, excuses. But as you can tell, I am under the weather. It's that New Jersey slash driving to Connecticut every morning at 5 a.m. Cold, hot thing going on where one day up here it's frigid and the next day it's 65 degrees. So bear with me today. This is actually the seventh time that I've started the podcast. I'm a little bit off on my voice, but I'm going to do the best thing that I can and help you guys out today because it is absolutely important that each week you and I connect and we talk about the different ways that you guys can build your EDU brand. My week started off with a coaching call. Somebody called me up, I'm gonna call him Bob. And Bob is a educator. Bob is somebody that wants to start a brand and Bob is somebody that wants to help out other teachers. Bob wants to create a service for other teachers and Bob doesn't know how to go about that. And we talked Bob and I the other day about how to do all those things. And Bob says, I want to get involved with this. I want to get in front of teachers. I want to, I want to be where teachers are. And this might be you, all right? This might be your story. You might have an idea where you want to talk to teachers and going to an ed camp, going to an ISTE, you know, that's a once in a month thing, once in a summer thing, you know, having an idea to help out a bunch of educators and saying, I'm going to go to ISTE is nice, but that, you know, that doesn't really help. That doesn't really help you grow your EDU brand the way that you need to. But Bob and I sat down and I asked Bob a simple question. And this is the same question that I start with everybody, no matter what it is. I said to Bob, who is your avatar? Who are you trying to get in front of? And Bob says, well, my avatar is teachers. I want to get a hold of teachers. And I said, well, what do you want to do with teachers he says i want to get up and i want to speak to teachers i want to i want to you know impress this wonderful thing that i'm building on teachers because i think it can help out so many different teachers and so then i asked bob the question i said is your avatar really teachers or is it something else and we we talked a little bit about this and i said is it teachers that you want to reach or is it something else in there? I said, is it possible that in order to get to teachers, you need to sell this idea of you being the expert in this thing to administrators? And we had this kind of revolutionary conversation here where we said, well, in order for me to go into or in order for Bob to go into this, this other school, and do a presentation to provide professional development in order for that person to go into all these other school districts, Bob needs to not get in front of teachers. Bob needs to get in front of school districts. Bob needs to get in front of principals. Bob needs to get in front of administrators. And after we kind of put these things together, Bob and I had a really nice conversation where we said, in order to get in front of teachers, you need to get in front of the administrators. In order to get in front of the administrators, you need to talk and think and and present like an administrator which means not necessarily not necessarily selling ideas but you're selling data you're selling concepts you're selling numbers of if I do this this will happen and it just so happens that bob is not only an educator bob also happens to be a principal so he understood that completely of you know one of the things that i gave him for a homework assignment was if you go out And you think about yourself being a principal and I was pitching you to get in front of your teachers. What would you think and what would you want? And he says, Jeff, I I never thought about that. I never thought of myself being my avatar. I just thought of it as I have an idea and I want to share it with teachers. Now what do I do? And it's so important as we think about these things that we not only look at who is our target avatar, meaning who do we want to reach to, who do we want to connect with, but Who has to buy our services? And that's going to come up a little bit more in our second story here in a few minutes. But I want you to think about your own brand. If you want to work with students, you have to get in front of students. Well, how do you do that? Well, you have to go to the building principal and say, I have a presentation, I have a program, I have a something that I want to do. How do I do an assembly in your school? How do I get in front of these things? And you have to start talking to not only the people that you want to get into for proof of concept, but you also need to get in front of the people who are making the decisions, who are putting the calendars together. Then we started talking about the concept of, okay, I want to talk to Bob, and Bob wants to talk to the principals. When is a good time to do this? Do you call up the principals in February and March and say, can I get in front of your teachers? No, because at this point in time, the principals and teachers are trying to get home for the summertime. Their calendars are full. They're getting ready for for state and standardized testings. They don't want to do that. The cool part about working with Bob is Bob was starting out his journey. Bob doesn't have a website yet. Bob doesn't have a concept yet. Bob just has this idea for here's what I want to be doing. And it was great because we realized that in order for Bob to get in front of principals, there isn't a rush for these things, right? Bob and I decided that instead of pushing and pushing to build a website by the end of February, we can relax a little bit and maybe we can build a website for July, for June, for May so that way he has a platform over the next four or five months rather than the next four or five weeks and that way over the summertime then Bob can start to pitch administrators school districts and local you know area conferences to say here's the idea here's what I'm looking to do for you and oh by the way now here's my website here's my platform here's my here's my pitch here's how I'm going to structure a, a you know a lesson And I had about a 45-minute to an hour-long conversation with Bob. And, you know, I I wonder if this is you. And if it is, please reach out to us. I'd love to, you know, check us out over on our our Build Your EDU Brand Facebook group. Or you can, of course, go over to buildyouredubrand.com. Get in touch with me. But if you are out there trying to figure out who your avatar is and who you're selling your services to and how you're building that brand and who you're building that brand to – These are important questions to figure out, not just who's going to consume your product, but who's going to be purchasing you to then have that product consumed. I wanted to talk about story number two. Story number two, I worked with a a wonderful gentleman. We're going to call him Dave. And Dave was a guidance counselor. And Dave wants to help students who are in middle school. And Dave wants to help students in middle school transition from middle school to high school and help them understand some of the dangers that might be coming up. And as a middle school teacher right now, this really resonated with me because I want to help my own students to navigate the waters of being a eighth grader going into their freshman year. And he says, all I want to do is I want to help out middle school students and I want to help out their families. And I said, well, what are you going to do? He says, "I want to get in front of the families." I said, "No, you want to get in front of principals," and it was that same conversation with Bob. And, and as soon as I said that, you could tell that Dave kind of said, "Oh, I'm thinking about this the wrong way. Yes, I want to get in front of middle school students, so I want to get in front of middle school parents. But none of that's going to happen before I get in front of middle school superintendents or middle's you know or, or district level, um, you know, administration." And and my advice to him was to figure out what are those different steps, right? Are you selling a program to other students? Well, you're not selling a program to students. Are you selling a program to parents? Well, you're you're kind of are, but you need a few more steps to get to those parents because we're talking about doing this in other school districts, right? You don't just walk into a school district and say I'm I'm here. So you have to start making friends with other school districts guidance counselors and then hopefully you can have those guidance counselors sell the concept of bringing Dave in to the principals which would then have that conversation which then might be able to get Dave a, you know a, a calendar date booked maybe a year from now when school students are going into their high school years right and all of these conversations between both Bob and Dave all came from the same idea of, do you know your avatar? Now, if the if the term avatar is a little weird, let's back up a little bit, right? We say avatar, meaning who is that person that you are targeting? Who is that person that when you turn on your microphone, when you write your blog post, when you give that speech, who are you speaking to? For me, it's very simple. If I'm doing a tech coach show, my avatar is not, Tech coaches. My avatar is a tech coach who might be one tech coach in a multiple buildings looking for help because maybe they don't have that guide because they have like three or four administrators on top of them. So I try to do the Ask the Tech Coach show for that specific tech coach. And the same thing here. I'm not doing a branding show for every marketing major in the world. I'm doing a branding show and a marketing show for you. I'm doing it for an educator or an administrator that has an idea but might be saying, okay, now what? Or I have a brand. How do I get it a little bit better? And finding that avatar and figuring out what that avatar wants, needs, and likes to get them to like, know, and trust you is really that first step. See, over on our Facebook group, we had a couple conversations this week. And, and by the way, thank you for so much for, for, For joining our Facebook group. We're over 60 or 65 people right now in the Facebook group, and it's starting to pick up steam. I love the people that are out there helping us out on the Facebook group. But we pose the question of how do you build this brand? How do you grow this brand? Are you building a brand or are you the person with this thing attached to you? And somebody today uh, actually wrote a lot on our Facebook page, all about the fact that it's hard for educators to separate themselves. You are a teacher, but you're also growing a brand, whether it be through a Twitter chat, whether it be through a conference presentation, whether it be through a book or speaking or, or a podcast. How do we separate ourselves from the fact that deep down in our cores, we are middle school teachers, high school teachers, principals, whatever we happen to be. Do you have this problem too? I'm curious. My guess is that more people who are listening to this show have struggled with the question of not only am I a brand, how do I create myself as a brand, but then do I need that? Is that something that I want to do? Am I bu- building a brand for the right people? Is, am I building a brand for person A when really I should be building my brand for person B? In the case of our second story, does the middle schooler care what the brand is of the person standing up on, uh, you know, talking about the dangers of high school? The middle schooler doesn't care. The parent might not care. But the administrator certainly wants to make sure that whoever they're booking for their, uh, you know, afternoon activities and whoever they're putting in front of their students is is reputable and has a brand and and, and is as a, as an all-around righteous dude, right? And so we want to make sure that when we're looking at putting ourselves out there, we want to make sure that we're doing the right thing. Now, I got to tell you there's always that, you know, equal action to the opposite reaction theory. There are groups, people who listen to this show, you know who you are. I'm just going to call you JG Sometimes starting from the top down isn't where it is. Sometimes starting from the bottom up is where it is. And I've been thinking about that ever since JG and I had the conversation today of what happens if you want to start from the teachers to go up higher. I think it works. I think building your brand from the bottom up works. I think it's harder. But you know what? Every ed tech company out there is trying to build their brands by getting teacher ambassadors by the thousands. To then hopefully think that those teachers are going to sell the product to the administration, which then will trickle back down to buying district licenses. Does it work? Every single day. Is it the right thing to do? That's totally up to you guys. I think in the two cases of the people that, you know, Bob and Dave, that I was speaking with right uh, today or this week, I should say. I think the idea for Bob and Dave is you need to start from the top on this. You need to figure out that I can't get to those, Dave can't get to those middle school teachers and those middle school parents and those middle school students without getting buy-in from the administration. I want to throw one more conversation in here. I had a third coaching this week, and I really liked working with this person because this person is is a younger educator, And this person is well-established in the podcasting field, well-respected in the podcasting field. I even had this person on my show a couple years ago to talk about an amazing podcast that this person was doing. And recently, this person said that even though brand number one is doing amazing, they wanted to get into doing something in brand number two. They wanted to totally reinvent themselves. And they wanted to create a completely different set of podcasts. They want to complete a, a completely different set of uh, of freebies and, 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 and really start to build what it sounded much like was business too. It, it sounds familiar, right? Do you have a podcast that talks about ed tech? Do you have a podcast that talks about podcasting? a podcast that talks about tech coaching. When I was working with this person, I really kind of saw myself in this concept of one one machine is running. Let's start machine number two and see if we can handle both things at the same time. Now, look, it's not impossible. I do it all the time. But it does take a little bit of planning. And, And when I spoke to this person, I said, you know, you need to make sure that, number one, you've got all the resources to build two different brands. But my other question was, are you sure you're trying to build two different brands for two separate avatars or are you really trying just to extend the one avatar you haven't tried pushing yet, which is yourself? And over the course of you know another hour long conversation here, we kind of realized that it's not podcast one which we're trying to build an avatar for and it's not podcast number two that we're trying to build an avatar for it's really the person that we're trying to sell an avatar to right who wants to buy that brand and i'll give you the example um gary v we all know and love gary vanderchuk i i I listen to his stuff from time to time and, and he just came out with an amazing youtube video from uh from the nfl senior bowl if you haven't heard that check it out on youtube and and the neat thing about gary is he's always not selling his company, not selling his social media, not selling his marketing agency. Gary's always selling himself, the gary brand, the, the you know, the gary v brand. And my suggestion to anybody out there who's looking to either pivot or create a second podcast or go into a different realm is figure out how you can build your own brand Way more than you can try to figure out how to build the brand for that widget that you're putting together. Trust me, I know this one, right? For the last nine years, I've been putting together this whole monster. Would you believe that at one point in time, TeacherCast was 25 different WordPress subdomains? I'm not kidding we had blog.teachercast podcast.teachercast shop.teachercast learn.teachercast i'm not kidding we had 25 subdomains i'm not going to even say that. i i had 25 subdomains and i was trying to manage 25 different wordpress sites and keep them all afloat and do content for all of them it was it was way too much it was way too much i didn't even know who my avatar was because my avatar was just you know i wanted to make i wanted to basically prove to myself that i could do it and it lasted for about six months to a year or so, and then finally somebody sat me down and said, "You got to turn your octopus into a fish, Get rid of all the arms and go in one direction." And that's what I ended up doing. And it was the best decision for me. Figuring out that your avatar is not myself in that case, but my avatar is you. suddenly things changed. The brand changed, the, 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 the you know the, the logo move, the website traction got, you know, all these different things were happening. So I wanted to bring this conversation up today for for a couple reasons. Do you know your avatar? Is your avatar somebody who wants your stuff or is your avatar somebody who doesn't know that you exist yet, but you want to make sure that they know your brand? And once you figure out that avatar, what are you going to do in order to put your brand in front of that person? This Friday, I have an amazing bonus show coming up. I love the fact that in the last couple of weeks, we've been doing bonus show on Friday. My bonus show is one of my favorite ones that I've ever done in my nine years of podcasting because it is with one of my family members. That's right. I actually went into my family tree and I pulled out my cousin who about 10 years older than I am, and I've always looked up to her because for the last 40 years, she's always been an entrepreneur. She's always been out there. She's always been Miss Personality, and I've always looked up and admired her. And recently, I learned that she was creating a brand for herself. She was actually going into Facebook and trying to create an amazing brand to help out older, middle-aged women who wanted to improve themselves. And she created an entire exercise program, health program, fitness conscious program. And I didn't know anything about it other than looking at Facebook and seeing all of these great things that she's doing with the videos and the graphics and the Instagram and the Twitters and all of these wonderful things. I had to go and talk to her because I wanted to know how she built her EDU brand and what she was doing to help her community grow and improve themselves. So I want to recommend you guys stick around because this Friday we're going to have episode 10 of this podcast where I bring on my amazing cousin Ruth and she and I sit down and talk really candidly, almost really for the first time, about her brand, how she built it and if you're sitting out there going, how do I start? Where do I go? What do I do? How do I target that avatar? And then once I have those answers then what? You guys are not going to miss that. I also want to remind you that we are now over 80 teachers strong on our 90 day email marketing challenge. You can of course check out all the links over on buildyouredubrand.com and join it. You get a two week intensive email course on how to build your email marketing on every week I do coaching sessions with whoever wants it and we will help you make your email list grow thrive and strive and we will also give you guys free lessons free templates free everything it does our teacher cast 90 day email marketing challenge check it out today we've been getting about two to three teachers a day signing up for it I am so grateful and while you're here don't forget to check into the archives episode five was pretty awesome Called What does your social media profile say about yourself? And of course, last week, we had some great feedback. I, I want to say thank you to Dan for writing out on Twitter and on LinkedIn and on our Voxer group about the episode called Five Ways to Build Your EDU Brand Through Email Marketing. It's got hundreds of views already over on LinkedIn. And I want to say thank you guys to everybody who's checked that out and supported this group guys. I'm going to wrap it up today. Cause as you can see, I am just not myself today. I am feeling so sick and so tired, but you know what? I am looking forward to a great long weekend. We actually have Thursday, Friday and Monday off this weekend. It's our February break. I'm looking forward to it. So as I'm driving to work on Wednesday, February 12th, I'm going, hey, it's like a Friday. I've got one more day of students, and then I can rest. I get a chance to spend a long weekend with my kids, and I am having a good time with that. I want to know how you guys are doing, right? Check us out over on TeacherCast on Twitter. Leave us a voice message at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail, and I have a surprise for you guys next week about a brand new social media platform that I'm using to build my EDU brand, and I want to see you on it to help you Build Your EDU Brand. Check that out. I'm going to leave that as a teaser. Don't also forget to check out on Friday's show with me and my cousin Ruth about how she's building her EDU brand for women all around the world and how you can do it too. And that wraps up episode number nine of the Jeff Bradbury Show. On behalf of everybody here in the Teacher Cast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions on your platforms.